0: Talk Radio. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They will be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You are encouraged to call in and share your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again is 347 215 Are you ready for your dose of hope? You are listening to Pause I Am Radio.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm Robert Brining, and this evening I am joined by the fabulous Jeremy Dunn. Hello, Jeremy. Well, hello. How is everybody? How, or you, Robert? How are you? <laughs> I am doing great. Um, I'm in a great mood. So you are. So let me see if I can yeah. ruin that for you. <laughs> I try. I'm doing pretty well. Good. Excellent. And I'm looking. So I'm. I'm like making noise. You're going to hear noise in the background because I'm looking for a headset. I don't want to sit on my phone for an hour with, up to my ear. <laughs> you don't. So cute. No, because it's annoying, actually, uh-huh. so um, no, but everything here in New York City is fantastic, and um, just having a grand old time went out this weekend, and uh, well, let's just say um,
2: you I, a good time.
1: <laughs> I I had a great time, yes, I had a <laughs> fantastic time, and it was um. It it, it 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 was so much fun and being in New York and being able to have fun while you do it is 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 the best. You know, it's just great. So Especially when you have friends. Yes. You know, out with you. Because when you're by yourself, uh it's a little bit of a problem. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um I can go out by myself and, and meet people all the time, so Oh well, that's right. You are a talkative person, so you're very outgoing and Easy to make friends with others. Oh yeah. I can meet people You're always like the that. life of the party. I am <laughs> the life of the party. That's true. I am. And and Charlie's the life of the party. Well actually she's so other not than that, look, Yeah, she's kinda looking at me right now going, Oh, shut up. <laughs> so so other than that, how how are you enjoying yourself in New York? I am. Um did I talk about
2: let's see, can I talk about it?
1: No. All right. I didn't. So, I had a wonderful welcoming to New York City. Not one week. Not one week was I in this apartment. I'm on the second floor. My terrace is on the second floor. Right. I thought the second floor could be safe. So, I uh, chained my bike to my terrace. On the second oh, floor. No. A week ago tomorrow, that bike was stolen. Off the second floor? Off the second floor. And I even had a kryptonite lock on it. Wow. Well, I don't know what that yeah. is, but... It, it's a sounds heavy Sounds like some block. Superman can't get. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, someone... Or people were watching my movements, and that's what's scary. They were casing this place. To know when we were going to be out and when we weren't, it, it, it actually kind of frightens me a little bit to think that people are, are seriously sitting outside your apartment, and this could happen to anybody, not just me. Mm-hmm. They're sitting outside watching your patterns when you go to work, when you walk the dog, when you leave for the market, they keep track of all of this. So I'm oh. sure you'll be keeping everything inside for now on? So the lesson learned here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the lesson learned here is when there is an opportunity, criminals will take it. Do not they will give knock. them that opportunity.
2: <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> you know, and, and unfortunately, I gave them the opportunity. So, so, so did they... My week has been very well actually. Um I'm still job hunting, I'm still in the mix. Um I'll, I thought that I had something that was gonna be positive and I was, you know, gonna get and I haven't heard back from them and I, and now, I called now, them three times. Just remember, and, just because you haven't heard from them doesn't mean anything. Well this was the rule. She went after the interview which I thought went really, really well. Um she turned around and she said, you know, usually when they're not
2: interested, they'll say, Oh,
1: we'll call you if we're interested. Right, so she turned around to me and she said, "Look, if you don't hear from me by the end of the week, give us a call." So for me, that assumed that she was really interested in, you know, at least what I presented to her in the interview. So then I called her on Friday three times, and every single time I missed her. So I'm just assuming that either she was just so busy. I didn't want to reach, you know, try to reach them on the weekend because I'm sure they're a lot busier on the weekend. So I figured I'll try again tomorrow when I get home and. I'll reach out to them. If I don't get an answer or I can't find this lady, then I will just move on. Good for you. I mean, there's nothing else I can do, and I I just will look for something else. There's other places I just don't – like I said last week, I don't know if having my HIV achievements in my resume is helping me or hurting me. Wow. That's what I'm kind of worried about. Yeah, so is, is it helping or is it hurting? Yeah. And I don't know, because I haven't gotten a call back from anybody. <laughs> you know what? I would I would run an experiment. Take it out. Take it off the rest Yeah, of that's course. what I'm going to do in the next round of yep. interviews, or next round of job where I apply for. Right. You know I mean? But then I think, I yep. go, well, if I take it out, all I got to do is Google my name, and pop comes up, you know, my Twitter, the body, and all that. Right. Well, legally speaking, they're not supposed to be doing any of that, so... Right. Not but, exactly. I mean, if I was hiring somebody, I'd be Googling their name. You can't do that. Well, that's why I don't hire anybody. <laughs> exactly. You can't do that. Yeah. The, the, equal, the EEOC, the Equal Opportunity Employment Commission, would be all right. over you for that. Oh, uh, hey, look, I ain't got a business that I am hiring anybody, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But you might be, who knows? You know, yeah, Virginia. maybe sometime soon. <laughs> you you might be, you know, something. So uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was I told you, um, I told everybody last week that um, I was interviewed for A&U Magazine that's coming out. Uh, my article will be out in October. And I met this beautiful uh, photographer, Tara, from my area who came and took photos of me. And we did it like it was really weird because I was hoping we weren't going to do the photo shoot in my neighborhood, like literally on my street. You know, because I'm back with my mom now, and I, I just I grew up here, so I don't want these people thinking, like, who's this guy? Like, you know what I mean? Or look like some. It was really strange, but we ended up doing it across the street in the field, you know, and we used there was a tree and all that stuff. And we did a lot of cool photos, um, so I'll be able to get them out. But I did get some of them back today that I posted on Facebook that were of me. She took, you know, when she came back in after the photo shoot was done, she took a photo of me and my mom and then a couple of me and my niece. And they came out amazing. Okay. They were awesome. So um I just want to give a shout out to her and her photography photography company. It's called Freedom G Photography on Facebook. Um it's Tara, she's amazing, uh, she does great shots. So if you're in the Philly area, um, you know, you could reach out to her and, and get some photos done 'cause it was she does amazing work. Okay. So cool. I just wanted to thank her for that. Um and the That's article nice. will be out in October. Um, so I'm sure once that comes out, I'll be, you know, sending people a link to it and all that stuff because it'll be online as well, so I'm excited cool. about that. That's very cool. That's very, very cool. Yeah, I was excited to get a write-up because it's, it's been a while. You know, and, and, we, and we've talked about this. We've got to get more press got to get more press. But, hey, that's And sometimes I feel like there. we are the press, so people won't really write about us because we are the press. So it's kind of tough sometimes. True. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's just we need to make sure that um, people, you know, they, they understand that living with HIV isn't this huge death sentence. It is. Right. You know, it it, it this show, and and um, I think we're the only ones that are doing it, so don't anybody get any ideas. But um, we we're, we're, we are giving that to ourselves. We are giving that that something back to the community that that's really needed. Right, and I think I think what's great about you know I hate tooting our horn, but what's great is that we have everybody from. You know, the celebrity to the person who is living in Nebraska sharing their story for the first time. So I think that's kind of what makes um, – what we try to do is really keep it, you know, to the people who aren't always making headlines. Right. You know, it's the everyday. Right. It's the everyday person. That's the word that's I was looking for. Yeah. You but know, but it's, speaking – Yes, and, speaking up. Speaking of everyday, you know, we have Jeff Barry. I see him on the line, we're going to bring him on from Positively Aware Magazine, and this uh, campaign, um, a day with HIV, is something that allows the everyday person to put themselves out there in a, in a, in a different kind of way, so please help me welcome Jeff Barry to the show. Yay, welcome Jeff. Hi Thanks. guys. Welcome Jeff, yay, yay. I don't have any sound effects, so otherwise I would put a, uh, you know, applause. Well, thank you very much, <laughs> great to be here. How are you? Good. How are
0: you? I'm good. So I was listening in a little bit. So now who who just moved to New York? I'm I'm
1: kind of uh I'm not sure who's talking It's Jeremy. Um, Jeremy Down. Hi Jeremy, how are Single. you? Single. I'm good, how are you? Good. Single.
2: Well, uh
0: <laughs> you went to the right city.
2: <laughs>
0: Nine million uh options there, so Yeah, yeah
2: apparently. <laughs>
0: great. Well, um yeah, thanks for having me guys. It's great to be here, um uh, talking about a day with HIV once again. Um, uh, you were kind enough to have me on last year as well, and it's uh, great to be back. So, Jeremy, uh, how, long, how long have you been on the show now, Jeremy? Four years since the inception. Oh, you have okay.
1: I know um, I'm the forgotten one. No, no, no. no. I, I'm just the sidekick. Well,
0: the last getting... time I was on, it was Jack was, uh, I think, was on with uh, Robert, but you weren't on. So,
1: yep. Yep. No, no. See I'm 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 the sidekick. Uh, okay, got it. <laughs> so Jeff, um, how have you been? I've been great. I've been great. Thanks, Robert. Um, yeah. We're excited to have you um, back on to talk about this because I noticed you did some changes to the campaign this year, um a little bit. So um can you tell people um I guess how this all started for you?
2: So
0: about um, three years ago uh, our director Rick Guasco came um, to me with this idea about uh, doing a campaign so we were planning our November-December issue and it was the summer and we wanted to do something about World AIDS Day but wanted to try to do something different um, I know you guys have been in this long enough to know how challenging sometimes that can be to do um, you know because it becomes uh you know, you're kind of grasping at straws. I think sometimes to do something that's uplifting and something that's empowering, and it's not, um, you know, the same thing that you see. What do I think World AIDS Day means, kind of thing. So uh, he came to me with this idea of one day people coming together to take a photo and to show what it means to live in a world with HIV, and and kind of just chronicle of a moment in their day. And I think the The interesting thing, one of the interesting things about this campaign for me, and the idea was that it was not only HIV positive people, but HIV negative people, and so um, we called it a Day with HIV in America. This year, we've dropped the "in America" name, and and it's just a Day with HIV. But the um, the group, the community group on Facebook, is still a Day with HIV in America um, because it's once you form those groups, and I'm sure you know. Uh, you, it's difficult to change actually you can't change the name without creating a group. Deleting <laughs> them all and starting over. Right. But so the idea was, um, because we had participants coming from, you know, not only the US, but we had some from Canada, from the UK, uh, you know, so um we didn't want to just uh limit it to people in America, which we never did, but I think by dropping the name it's just shorter. It's it's make you know, it's more to the point, a day with HIV. So so yeah, so we're just asking people to come together on one day and to, and take a picture and to then submit it to us and then select photos will run in the in the magazine. All the photos that are submitted will appear on the website. But I think it's um you know it's great because it really you know it shows people living day-to-day lives and 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 you know we have images of people backpacking in the mountains and and Im- images of people at work, images of families at play, of children um you know living with HIV but thriving. Um you know so it, zero couples. So it's, it's just everything. You see so many different facets of of uh of people's lives and how they're affected and um and it's really empowering. They're really, you know, powerful images but empowering kind of images. And I think that's what's really key, and and the community that it creates, you know, in in a virtual sense, this community of people coming together, not only the HIV positive individuals, but people who are affected by it. So you hear a lot of stories because, along with the pictures, we ask that people submit a caption, and so even though it's really short, you'll you start to get a sense of some of the stories of people and some of the struggles and how they've been affected, whether it's been a family member who's died um, or who is is living with HIV um, or, you know, if it's themselves living with HIV. Um, And so by people who are not HIV positive participating, it's kind of like they're showing we've got your back. You know, they're kind of sending this message that, you know, we're all in this together. And so I think that's one of the Coolest things
1: for me about the campaign. Yeah, I'm actually. Um. Okay, oh, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say I'm actually on the website now, a daywithhiv.com, and I'm looking at the gallery. And I'm just, you know, going through all the images, and and I think it's incredible because you have it from, you know, because you also submit the time that you take it during the day because you put them kind of in uh, order. You know, right. throughout the day of when the photos were taken and they're just amazing you know from the people just at the doctor's office or like you said are at work and and it allows the everyday person to finally put their face out there if they wanted to
0: right I mean some of these people that have um, you know participated last year I remember this was the first time they've actually gone public with you know disclosing that they have HIV so that was really powerful um, there was one who one guy I remember who was riding the bus, I think he was in new york um and his his caption was something along the lines of "I don't want to disclose whether you know or not i'm h i v positive or not, but I just want my image to to you know to appear and to tell the story and I thought that was kind of cool too, so he was like, "You don't know whether I'm positive or not,
1: but i'm I'm here kind of thing. Right. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, because HIV doesn't look like it did 30 years ago. It doesn't look like it did 20 years ago. Right. This is uh, is a a really great way for everybody to get involved. And it's not just you know, supermodels. It's not um, Wendy Williams, you know, being a (laughs) spokesperson. Right? It's it's the everyday joe the 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 cop around the corner or or the um your grocer or your doctor or or yourself have, have all of these things represented and and i think that's what's really kind of cool about this particular campaign yeah absolutely i agree um
0: it's you know it's it's interesting that when you when you look at it um when you look at the different images you do see this like really broad spectrum of you know um people that this virus affects and you know and if you look at at those images somewhere in there you'll find one that 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 looks like you or speaks to you i guarantee you because um there's so many, and it's just, when you know, when we do this campaign every year, now this is the third year, when they start rolling in, and it's just really like, um, you know, it's very touching to really to see these stories and these images and um, to read through them and to look at them is it's, uh, you know, it's, and we have to do it very quickly because uh, from the day that the pictures are taken and people have uh, until the 20th, 21st next Friday um this coming Friday is the day where we're asking people to take the photo and then they need to submit it by Tuesday the following Tuesday the 25th and then we have a you know just a few days um to select select some of the finalists um and then the final and then the following week we go to the printer you know with a magazine so there's like it's boom 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 and and so you know we have to go through these images um one by one, and and uh, it's it you know you, it's like you can't stop. It's like you you just um, you you, you want to get to the next one because there's just so many stories and there's so many people and it's just and you realize that you know this one image and this one caption is you know this is a whole person. This is a life out there that's you know just like me with HIV you know and they're and they're going through their own thing or maybe not. They may be HIV negative but they're still they're affected by it in some way or they're doing some kind of work in the field in some way. And so, um, it's, uh, you know, Robert and Jeremy, you you both know, it's, it's kind of like for me when you go to one of these conferences, like the international AIDS conference, uh, this past summer, and you come back feeling recharged and reinvigorated. And this, this campaign kind of does that for me as well. And I hope for others as well, because, you know, when you see these stories, um, a, you, you feel like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. B, you know, you, you kind of feel like, well, heck, if they can do it, I can do it kind of thing. You know, we're all in this together. And so, um, and you just kind of, you get a, you get recharged and, you, you know, your batteries. and Then you can go back to work and you can, you know, deal with all the bullshit because, you know, you, you know that it's,
1: uh, it's going to be okay. So, sorry, I just wanted to, confirm, I'm sorry, Robert, I just wanted to confirm that it that you don't have to be HIV positive to submit a photo. Right. Yes, that is correct. Cool. And,
0: yeah, so we had a lot of people that were in the field um, or had a family member that was affected, or there was a whole family was in the picture. Um, yeah, so...
1: It's funny because I'm looking at the gallery now, and I saw, like, our friend Daniel Bauer and Anthony Johnson and Brad McIntyre. And I'm seeing all these photos, and it's just, for me, it's awesome because I've met these people at conferences, so I know who they are and see them in their, you know, in their element of showing, you know, their status or, or, you know, what they do in the image. And like you said earlier, if somebody's newly diagnosed and they come to a day with HIV.com, they're going to see that, like you said, they're not alone. And that there's so many other people out there. And and back in the day, like, when I was diagnosed, this wasn't possible. Like, I wasn't able to find somebody that easy.
0: Right. Yeah. So I think Uh,
1: that's one of the key things. Now, what made you choose September 21st? I know we spoke about this last year, but...
0: Right, right. Um, Well, I think um, the changing of the seasons, you know, I think that has a lot... To do with that particular day, that I think our uh, I mentioned our art director Rick Guasco, so he um, he, he had, this had a special significance for him. It's a, it's interesting. Um, I just did a um, a blog for Huffington Post about a day with HIV. It's going to uh, run on Tuesday, so um, take a look for that. But in it, I I talk about um, when I first tested positive and when I looked back. Um, and this is this has nothing to do with why we picked the day. I, I'll say that right now. But when I look back and I it, I got my results on September twentieth of nineteen eighty nine. So it was just really interesting. I was like, "Wow, that's like that's really." It was just kind of powerful for me because you know here I am, twenty three years later. You know, and it's our third a day with HIV. But um, you know, it was it was the next day. So you know, it's the 21st that this day is happening. And um, I think, uh, but I think, yeah, the autumnal equinox, you know, it's it's all about change, and it's all about um, the, you know, a new season, a new, you know, outlook. Um, So I think, you know, that had something to do with it. Um, And also, you know, in planning the magazine, so it was kind of like we had to, you know we were talking about this in July and August, and you know it was like, okay, if if we get it in the November December issue, we're gonna have you know we looking at our schedule, we knew we had to pick somewhere right around um, uh it, in that time frame um to make it happen
1: so about how many photos do you like were submitted last year?
0: uh we had about hundred and twenty. And it wasn't as many as we had hoped, and so that's why we're talking to you guys. And um, we're also working with some partners this year because we'd like to – I'd like to get, you know, um, obviously, you know, the more, I think, the people that you have participate, um, you know, just the greater impact it's going to have. And um, there's, so there's a couple things we're doing different this year in addition to dropping the In America Um uh, the first thing is is we're working with some partners to help get the word out so you guys um have been a great partner the last few years and thank you for that. Um, we're also working with AIDS Foundation Chicago, um Black AIDS Institute, National Minority AIDS Council, um the Positive Women's Network and to ask them to um either you know post a blog or in the body.com post a blog or um, you know, and send out to their networks via social media, um, their email list, uh, Twitter, um, Facebook, whatever, to just help, you know, kind of get interest going. And so they've been really great about doing that in the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, and so the hope is, you know, that that's going to bring in uh, more people. So um, anyone who's listening, uh, you know, and, and you guys, you know, just, be sure to just spread the word, and I know you have been, and I really appreciate that, and so thank you for that um, And just, you know, the next few days, and um, hopefully we'll have more people um, to participate because this year, another thing that we're doing is we're, for the first time in the history of the magazine, so we're doing a split-run cover, so we're doing four different covers of the magazine, and so um, last year one of the images was on the cover, so this year we're going to have four images four photos from the campaign which will actually make it to one of one of four covers. So your your chances are <laughs> quadrupled of appearing on the covers <laughs> of the magazine if you participate in this uh, campaign this year. So that should be a, another plus, right?
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. And you know, anything to encourage people to get in. Now I also noticed that last year you um created um a book that actually people were able to purchase. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I think the plan is to do that again this year um and uh did you- did you get a copy of the book or did you happen to see i it? did I
1: purchased one yeah yeah uh,
0: I think it turned out great um it's really nice I love it it's very you know it's a nice little coffee table book that uh could probably be a very interesting conversation starter <laughs> um uh for um for folks and it's just a it's a really nice gift it's a, it's really slickly done and um so yeah so we're hoping to do that again this year. So and then the other thing we're doing different this year is we're having, you know, so I talked about the four different covers and so we're having um um we've formed a judges panel or a judging panel um of uh three individuals, two of whom have participated in this campaign in the past. Um so one of those um and then they will help to select these uh these final cover images for the publication. And so Chuck Panazzo from Styx, who um, you, I'm sure you probably know or you've heard of, and, and he participated in the first year of a day with HIV, and he's been supporting us each year. Um, he's agreed to be a judge. Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph of Dreamgirls, who I'm sure you know as well, um, Dreamgirls fame and fierce advocate um, for uh, people with HIV. Um, and then Diego Sanchez um, who is a um uh, he worked with um Congressman Barney Frank. And so I don't know exactly what his role um but he was kind of uh, assisted Barney Frank in in uh, his tenure at, at Congress and um a transgender activist and great person. Um I haven't met him personally but um so we're really excited about having these three uh judges who will be helping us to select the final four covers. Cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot to do in the next couple of weeks, but uh you know we're really excited and um you know again, I, you know I just really want to thank you guys cuz you really been have been supporting us throughout the whole thing and I I hope you'll participate. I know Robert uh you've been in both years. Um. Uh, yes. And um Jeremy, were you in you were in last year or
1: or not? I don't know. I, I, I keep getting forgotten. <laughs> you keep getting forgotten. <laughs> no, he just never took a photo. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, hopefully, you know, I hope uh, you'll be able to participate and um Um actually I did. I, I think I ended up on the Facebook page. I don't think I ended up in the magazine. Um, but uh you'll get getting a, a picture for me. great right.
0: right. well, thank you for that.
1: Yeah. so how do people submit their
0: photo so um what people can do is uh probably the easiest way is just to go to the website um and a day with h i v dot com and there uh I'm trying to see if it's up now, but um there you can um, click on submit a photo and it will be there on, you know, after the day with HIV. And um, it will send you back a um, uh, confirmation email. And in there, there's a form where that um, people need to sign and then send back. And, you know, that's obviously, you know, because we need to know that it's this person, you know, who's actually submitting the photo. So it's just, you know, for confidentiality reasons, but um, yeah, so we just, uh, you can go to daywithhiv.com, submit your photo, and just do that by the uh, Tuesday the 25th, so take your photo on Friday, September 21st, any time of the day, um, and then submit it by Tuesday, the following Tuesday the 25th at daywithhiv.com, along with a caption and location of where you are and the time of day, and it's pretty simple.
2: There you go. Sounds Sounds
1: pretty easy easy to me. And and if I can follow those instructions, anybody can. (laughs) So um, tell us a little bit, because you are um, the editor of Positively Aware magazine. Can you tell us a little bit about that to people who may not be familiar with the magazine?
0: Sure, sure. So um, Positively Aware, we're in our 23rd year and um, is published by an aid service organization here in Chicago called Test Positive Aware Network, or TPAN for short. Sure. And TPAN is celebrating its 25th year, and um, this year um, in October, October 4th. So if you're in Chicago, um, a, we're having a nice fun event on the 4th, so um hope anyone listening who's in Chicago can make it. Um, and Jamar Rogers will be appearing there um and uh oh thank you by the way Robert. Can't thank you enough for hooking me up with Jamar for the interview in the magazine.
1: um he's a great guy. Yeah. Actually I actually uh, saw that magazine when we were at the International AIDS conference.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: it was it was there and we were at the we were at the Westin, and that's where they were saying him and his mom, who's the biggest sweetheart, she's actually going to be on the show in two weeks. Um oh, geez. and Love her. I came across the magazine and he didn't have a copy of it yet, so I made sure that he, he got
0: that. Oh fantastic thank you so much um but yeah so so pan uh the organization um you know back you know when this was founded um and the organization was founded in 1987 so back then there was no internet there was no um social media there's no facebook i know it's hard to imagine a time <laughs> the stuff didn't exist but so and there was no organization for people with HIV, they were all AIDS organizations and they were, you know, hospices. I mean, there were places you go to die or to get your affairs in order because you were going to die kind of thing. And so, But there really wasn't any place for people just with HIV, not in Chicago. And so that's where YTPAN, how it was founded and that the premise, you know, has always been information and support for people with HIV. And so people would come and we'd have our big Tuesday night meetings and it'd be a packed room and huge full room um and people would come together and they would share you know the latest you know blood ozone therapy or or you know um that they had tried you know or um uh holistic treatments you know that maybe they tried or and we had yoga and we had meditation and we had all this other you know we had louise hay and so we had all these kinds of things that um that were helping us to get to until we got those drugs, you know, in the 90s, that in the mid 90s, that changed everything. But um, so that's kind of how the organization was founded. And then the magazine started with just uh, pages that were stapled together and mimeographed and, and photocopied and handed out. And um, that's how it started. And then it started as a local publication. And then we got a huge grant from one of the uh, Burroughs Welcome, one of the big pharmaceutical companies that's now. Vive, but um, so they gave us a huge grant to go national, and so we became a national publication at that point, and the grant went away, so then um we found other sources of revenue for the publication, eventually advertising but um and that's uh kind of uh, where I came in, you know I, I came to the organization looking for support. Uh, started to volunteer um on the magazine and um have been there ever since and um started out you know just answering phones and started doing distribution and working on the websites and um then became editor about seven years ago um but the magazine is every other month and so we um were really the- we're the leading not for profit publication uh in the, on HIV and AIDS in the country, and um, there are a few others. Um, but you know, back when we started, there were tons of them. They were all over the place. There were a lot of publications by you know not profit, not for profit organizations. There really aren't any left. Um, there's a few left, but there's um, you know you can count them on on one hand, really. Uh, and obviously there's a, the for profit um one, the publications that are out there and that are doing great and that's great I'm so glad you know that there's still sources of information out there but um uh, yeah, so that's kind of the history of positively aware and so and you know being a not for profit we still um you know obviously we don't have kind of all of us have the kind of resources that we would have if we were you know uh, not a not for profit. So and you know, anyone who's worked at a not for profit, you know, I mean you deal with um uh, you you work with what you have, you know, kind of thing. And so we're we're fortunate enough to have a lot of people that um volunteer their time and their services and their writing and um, you know, f- just, you know, to help us, you know, continue to do the work that we do. And if it weren't for that, you know, it um this magazine never would have gotten to where it is today and so um that sense of volunteering um is a in that grassroots kind of um where you know the publication came from it and our connection, you know, through the agency to our clients who come in through the door. It's a very unique kind of uh thing that, you know, you don't really um probably if you pick this magazine up, you don't really know that Unless you know the history of the publication, but I think you get that from that sense of that when you read through it. You know, it's kind of uh you know, it's we tell people stories and, and, and we do it from a perspective of you know many of us, you know, obviously are living with HIV and um who are um working on the magazine and so it's uh and who write in the magazine and so it's it's a great kind of uh community
1: effort. So where can one get the magazine?
0: so uh uh you can click on um subscribe and there you can do it there you can also pick it up um at uh you know, clinics and uh other aid service organizations around the country um it is uh available in um 700 Walgreens uh centers of excellence around the country uh Walgreens has been a great partner and um, and they help us get our publication out there um you can get it at um you know many uh, uh local businesses and establishments that are uh gay or h i v um uh related and um if you don't see it at a place where you think it should be, please give us a call um uh, you know uh shoot us an email at uh publications at tpan dot com or or inbox at t dot com um we uh you know we'll send it out to anyone um you don't have to pay for it um uh if you want to make a donation that's great, but you know it's not required and so um yeah, so that's where and you you know also uh, get it online uh and dot com is also available as a digital uh publication at issue dot com slash positive you
1: do do individual um subscriptions if somebody would call up? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. We may have to some of the some of the other magazines don't do that, so that's good to oh, hear. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so yeah. we do individual subscriptions, we do bulk subscriptions to organizations that need it or to clinics or doctor's offices, uh it you know, um you name it. Um if we can get it out there, you know, that's always been my, you know, belief, you know, my main driving the uh, you know motivation that you know whatever we can do to get the information out there into people's hands that's the most important thing and to make sure that it's accurate. <laughs>
1: but uh,
0: yeah, so so
1: that's awesome, And It's also you said available in Walgreens.
0: It is well, 700 centers. Of, they call them centers of excellence. Um, right. So oh, it's the ones that have uh, probably so like if you go to 18th and Castro, the Walgreens there. You know I mean you should see it. Um, they're also helping promote a day with HIV and all their centers of excellence this year so that's another partner i failed to mention i should mention uh walgreens has um been a great partner and um um helping to get the word out so we're we're hoping you know that we're going to um have an increase in you know in in submissions this year but even if we don't uh, you know it's uh it's a great it's a great campaign i believe in it and and that's um um and uh, I really appreciate your helping us to get the
1: word out as well. Oh, I love the campaign as well. We have a question coming from the chat room from Ken. He asked, do you guys send a renewal notice when it's due? Because he has a personal subscription.
0: Oh, so, uh, no, is Ken, you said? So Ken, I, yeah. we do not, but what we do, um, so... Uh, once a year, I send out a letter that's in, uh, included in the publication, and actually, it happens to be going out in this issue, in November-December. So look for that. You can just um, um, there'll be a form at the bottom. You can just fill it out, send it back in along with your donation and uh, anything you can send. Is you know, thank you so much for for anything uh, any support you can give.
1: Cool. All right. Is there anything else that we may have missed or we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about tonight, Jeff?
0: No, no, i just uh, um once again, i just really thank you guys you've you've been a you know huge, you jeremy and um Robert, you've both been really supportive of uh, positively wear and a day with h i v so i appreciate um uh helping us get the word out this friday september twenty first take a photo submit it at a day h i v dot com by september twenty fifth and you might just be on the cover.
1: There you go. You heard it here first. Maybe not first, but you heard it here. <laughs> and there'll be a cover model. <laughs> I want the Jeremy's centerfold. Jeremy's gonna shoot for that. No, no, no. I want the centerfold. <laughs> oh, you have could, could, I, oh maybe next year so we'll do a centerfold. Yes, I think you should I think next year you guys should do a, a centerfold. You know, obviously G rated maybe. What? <laughs> Somewhere in there. But yeah, a centerfold would be great. Okay. will on
0: that. <laughs> all
1: right, Jeff. Well, you have all a right. great night, and thanks for joining us. All right,
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Have a good one. And Thank we you. will be right back. <laughs>
2: I contracted a preventable disease from a guy that looked good and smelled good, but never mentioned that he had HIV, but he is not the blame. I should have loved myself enough to protect myself, but through it all I found self-love, and it's the greatest thing I ever felt. I was never less than or equal to AIDS, but always greater. I just realized that not caring for myself or my body. I was my biggest hater. I am author of the Naked Truth, Marvin Brown, and I am greater than AIDS.
1: There you go, and we are back and we want to thank our guest Jeff Berry from Positively Aware magazine. And you can find more information on a day with HIV by going to a dot com. So Jeremy, you better send yes. a photo this time. What's that? Yes, I'm you better send in a photo. Yeah. I, I'm going to send in a photo. I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah, we have you now. And on I'm going to so. I'm I'm going to do it on a big tabloid sized sheet. So <laughs> I can be the centerfold. So, listen, I want to talk, since we have a little bit of time left, um, I wanted to talk about uh, one of, a hot topic that actually came up. Um, uh, it's a sad story, but it's something that has been really hitting the Internet and Facebook, you know, going viral, is that a Dallas woman was murdered after admitting her HIV status. Did you see this, Jeremy? No, but I'm reading the story now. Wow. So the police say that Larry Dunn, who is 36, admitted to having sex. No relation. With no relation to Jeremy. <laughs> To, to Cecily Borden, I'm gonna call her that, and then stab her to death. Sicily. he says it's because she didn't tell him that he was she was HIV positive. You know, I posted this on Facebook on our um, on the radio show page asking people: Is this something? Does this story make you fear disclosing your status, or does it actually encourage you to want to disclose your status to end the stigma? So that's my question to you, Jeremy. Oh. Well, I, I think one, it's a it's a separate event. It, it's not a a trend. This guy is obviously disturbed. Um, right. It seems like it was an act uh, or a crime of passion. Uh, just, I mean, from the the, the the very few details, it looks like he got mad and stabbed her to death. Right. Cause she didn't tell. I, I think what what really um, the, the question that we have to ask is: Is disclosure a safety issue, a personal safety issue for for us as being HIV positive? Because we're we are looking at you know legislation that the that the HIV positive person has to disclose, and and all of this other stuff that goes on with HIV disclosure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This would drive me, you know, I would be a little afraid. Are you going to stab me to death or I tell you that I'm HIV positive? But what what were the underlying circumstances? You know, there's two sides to every story here. Um, and unfortunately, she doesn't have her voice anymore. Right. I mean, from what um, I'm reading in the article, and I'll put it in the chat room, um, is that basically he, after she disclosed, he walked into the kitchen, grabbed a knife and killed her. And he told the police that she killed me, so I killed her. And that just shows you how ignorant, you know, he was to HIV, and he didn't really know anything about it. And I think... Uh, that, uh, obviously. Right. You
2: you know, where, and, and,
1: however, we've seen cases... And, I, and I'm reading directly from the article. Uh, it says... And, uh, uh, McDonald, I don't know who McDonald is, um, where this person is stating that uh, they've seen cases where they've recently... Uh, cases, where someone who is HIV positive is being charged with assault, with a deadly weapon, because of their HIV status. Now, we've been talking about the whole criminalization of HIV. Mm -hmm. Does this play into that aspect of it? Well, she was lucky enough, well, he he, he was in Texas, and Texas is one of the 13 states that does not criminalize. Criminalize HIV, criminalize... Yeah, transmission. I cannot speak tonight. It's because I have a live audience. I'm not used to that. <laughs> well, a live audience in the room with me. Um, yes, uh, you mean, do you I mean, have a live audience? Who's there with you? Sean's with me in blue. Hi, Sean. Who's blue? Blue's the dog. Blue's the dog. But this... um, Okay. This... This um, kind of, you know, him saying or them saying assault with a deadly weapon kind of reminded me of when we had that lady Diane on who in 2009 she was featured on Oprah and then also on 2020 with that Felipe guy who was found guilty of six accounts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after infecting six women with HIV. Do you remember that lady we had on Diane? Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) So, you know, it kind of sends me back to that story, you know what I mean, in in regards to
2: the warning that
1: this has used, not the specific story. The the thing with that particular case is that that guy was literally doing it on purpose. Right. You know, so it, it, it comes down to intent are you intending to hurt somebody and um quite honestly uh y- y- you know it's so hard to to prove that you know what i mean it is it is it, it's i just don't i just don't know i mean i i i'm torn and and here's where i'm torn If I disclose, I will get hurt. If I disclose, I will go... If I don't disclose, I go to jail. Right. So, uh, you know, was there other domestic uh, violence issues going on that we don't know about? Um, That maybe he was always abusive to her? Because this just isn't... This probably isn't one little thing. Right, it's not. It, it, he probably has hit her or hurt her before. Is is my guess. Right. So what about so what we about it, the you know what about our listeners? What what do you guys have to say? Three four seven two one five nine four four two. It is ten minutes to the end of to top to the top of the hour, and I can't, I, I mean the, the hours is actually kind of blowing by. Um, what do you guys think about this? We've got uh, people in the chat room, so if you have questions, please uh, submit your question in the chat room, uh, but please feel free to give us a call, three four seven two one five nine four four two. 215 9442 So listen to this. Um, one of the articles that was linked uh, to this um, article that we posted about the lady who was murdered after disclosing was, uh, a Michigan uh, declares an HIV-positive man a bioweapon. A Michigan man will soon be tried for bioterrorism because he is HIV-positive and he bit his neighbor.
2: He's oh, been charged God. with
1: the use of a harmful biological device. The device is him. I mean, come on now. <sighs> there we go. We yeah. have a link in there for you. You know, it, it, it's... God. I mean, it, it, I mean really? really. Now we're going to be classified as terrorists. Right? Seriously. Seriously. Now we're terrorists. Ugh. Watch out, folks! There's an HIV-positive person coming into your building. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I mean, I, I mean, seriously, I, I am just, I don't even know what to say about that. Where, what state was it in? This was, I was in Michigan. Uh, All right, and it looks like so, Ken so- says the prosecutor dropped that case after pressure from a number of us. The guy pled to misdemeanor assault. Well, uh, it, that is a misdemeanor assault. You bit somebody, that makes, right? That 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 makes sense. You bit somebody. That's that's assault. But seriously, but okay. So let's look at the states that these are coming from. Michigan, very mm-hmm. very red. But you know, um, Texas, very mm-hmm. very red. So I, I mm-hmm. mean, there's there's definitely a. Um, a connection, I think, with with education level
2: and
1: political affiliation. Now, I'm not saying anything, but I might be classified as an intellectual elitist
2: at this point. Hello?
1: I'm here. (laughs) Wait, where'd you go? What happened? I'm still here um but uh it just it just um it, it's just not it's not this whole prosecution and criminalization it's let's let's charge it for the crime that it is biting is assault okay right move on but not terrorism <laughs> to bring to bring the person's medical history into, it it's just it, it's like really his HIV part. Now he's a, now he's in parent. Niche. I mean, and I think that's why people like Monique and Robert Funnel and um. How am I drawing a blank on the other? <sighs> what the hell's the name? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Oh, uh, Nick. Nick Nick uh, Rhodes. Yes. Nick Rhodes. Yeah. Yes, and, and Monique moret um, I think for me, so, that's why it's Marie, Marie I'm Marie. sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, um, but, I mean, I think it's so important that they do what they do and they tell their stories. Um, and when we were at the, the ADAP Advocacy Association, what do you call it, conference, Robert um, who spoke during lunch and he shared his story. And, you know, people never heard his story before who were there, and they were kind of, like, really taken back by, you know, how he was so brave and able to put himself out there and fight for this because you know he's gone to the courts to to, to change the laws you know because it's discriminating against people living with HIV and it's not fair. It, it, you're so right. I, I called them. Yeah, it, it's it's just a. It, it, I, I, I just do not. I mean, it's 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 terrible what's happening. It really is. So Ken brought up this other one that I we just Googled and, and searched, and it was in Southern California. A Latino, LGBT, and HIV-positive community has been evicted from its new offices just two days after opening. Um, just 40, 48 hours after opening in the new Van Nuys location, the landlord forcibly evicted the organization saying it was bringing disease to the building. Oh, Yeah. I mean, come on! No, I. I'm, That's a little I, ridiculous. I, I, I know. It, it it just goes to show that we have so much more work to do. So much more work to do. Um, in the space of education, not just stigma elimination, but education. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, seriously. There. Had a, oh
2: we have a, a okay, caller. on Let me bring
1: them on. Area code two four eight, you're on the air. Who's this?
2: Hey Robert. Hey Jeremy, it's Ken from Michigan. Hey Ken, how are you? <laughs> I'm nope. good. How you doing? Hello. Yeah, we we had the uh, prosecutor of Macomb County, uh Eric uh shoot what's his last name? I forget. He uh had originally charged that guy under um bioterrorism statutes, but he wound up dropping that after a lot of pressure was exerted on him. So um, Trevor uh, Trevor Hopp from U of M uh, spoke at the uh, international conference and said that Michigan actually ranks, like, number four worldwide in the number of criminal prosecutions for HIV. So it is something people uh, need to be aware of. I certainly agree. No, you're absolutely right. Um, Just thought I'd share that. And I don't know what's going on with that uh, case out in California that's gotten resolved. Aaron had that petition going uh, to uh, get them uh, back in and stated.
1: So were you one of those people who who put the pressure on and wrote letters to have them remove the
2: the, the name bioterrorism from, from the case? Yeah, I had sent emails and called the prosecutor's office and um, copied that to the uh, state attorney general. Oh, we've got a Republican attorney general, so not much luck there. But he did uh, ultimately uh, back down. So, Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, guy, the guy wound up pleading to the misdemeanor case. So, It's just ridiculous,
1: you ask me.
2: Right, I agree. right. I hear
1: well, you. Th- well, thanks for calling in, Ken. Absolutely. Well, we have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. All right. Bye-bye. So, so we're actually winding down to the last two minutes, so I did just want to talk briefly about the upcoming show that we have next week. Jeremy? Yes. yes. Um, Next week, we will actually be speaking with Timothy Brown weekly really? yeah the first man cured of hiv is going to be on the show and talk about the Timothy ray brown foundation that was launched um you know during the international aids conference remember the we were in the, in the media room when we were there Jeremy? you got to question uh, i uh, of course i remember i thought that was fun. I, I i you know i don't have aids dementia yet not yet no aids dementia it's coming enough. it's coming but not yet so that's definitely one that everybody doesn't want to miss. If you missed our interview with Timothy Ray Brown um, before, you definitely don't want to miss this one. So I'll be definitely going through more details of what's going on with him in his life now after the International AIDS Conference because he kind of became a huge celebrity kind of like there when we were hanging out with him. So it was really cool to meet him. He he exploded, you know. I mean, right? he just really did. Um so, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be exciting to have him on and find out what's been happening in the last, uh, last, what, how, how long has it been? Well, since he's been on a couple, I would say a couple months, because I, I think we had him on just before the conference, and
2: if you miss right. that show or any
1: of our shows, they can go onto to iTunes or, you know, on Blog Talk Radio or com and find them all there. Um, they're all downloadable for free, so, you know. It should be good next week, so don't forget to join us. Um, we are down to the last 30 seconds, so, Jeremy, I want to direct people to your website. Please give that out to them. Why? Well, that is at www.positivelyspeaking.com, P-O-Z, uh, positivelyspeaking.com. And for more information on myself and the radio show, you guys can go to pos.im.com. Please also remember that uh, we also are part of the social network that you can join and find support. All other information can be found at paziam.com. Jeremy, have a great night. You too, have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon.
2: Yes, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bye bye.